All right, let's turn to uh, James, James chapter 1, James chapter 1. We started this on Sunday, but we'll probably go through it on Wednesday night, so we'll start this Wednesday night. James chapter 1, and we'll read verses 1 through 8. We looked at the first few verses uh, the other day, but James chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. Say this in the Word of God. James 1, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. Man, what a wonderful thing to be. To the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Verse 8, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let's pray. Father, Lord, again, we thank you for your goodness and grace. And uh, Lord, we do think about, again about those prayer uh, requests. We think about the ones that were mentioned. No doubt there were many that weren't mentioned. No doubt there's, we all have things upon our heart that are burden and that we're uh, trusting you for and that we're interceding for. And uh, God, we just trust you with the mentioned and the unmentioned. Uh, dear God, I'm glad that you know those things. I'm glad we can rest in your faithfulness. And again, Lord, we just uh, put our faith and uh, prayers together for the physical, the spiritual, uh, financial needs. Again, uh, uh, those that uh, are traveling and just uh, so many things, dear God, we need you. Uh, dear God, in our heart, we need you in our home. We need you as a, uh, a local church. And God, we just uh, trust you, dear God, uh, uh, to, to Lord God, to, uh, to just uh, make the right decision. Lord, you have full knowledge, Lord, and you know what lies ahead. And so, Lord, we trust your wisdom as we've talked about before. Now help us now, we pray to thy glory in Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, we looked at these verses. Of course, we looked a little bit on Sunday night about James himself. And again, that he was a uh, 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 a half-brother uh, of, uh, of our Lord, and uh, thank God that uh, he got saved. Amen, I'm sure. Uh, you know, even though uh, the Jesus was God, and he, of course, he's glad that anytime somebody gets saved, but I wonder how that was sort of when, you know, got family got saved. He's not, you know, not just a soul that he died for, but that's his half-brother, you know, that one of his loved ones. So I wonder if that was an extra encouragement to him, amen, because it was a half-brother or a family or something. But uh, amen. So even uh, he wanted to see uh, those lost loved ones get saved. So the Lord know what it, knows what it's like to have lost loved ones, if you will, uh, in the family. So you can sort of uh, claim that as, as well. And then we looked at verse 2 where he said, Count it all joy. And, and of course, we don't think about some of those things we go through as a time of joy. But if we're trusting the Lord, amen, he can give joy in those uh, times. But notice this uh, statement in verse 3 again, knowing this, that the trying of your faith, faith, that word uh, faith is mentioned. Then we see faith uh, mentioned again here in verse 6, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, 
driven with the wind and tossed, for let not that man think he shall receive anything of the Lord, but a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So uh, looking at this, again, the faith life is really the only real uh, Christian life. You know, ours, ours is, a, is a life of uh, faith and everything we uh, ask of the Lord, we're supposed to ask in faith, uh, uh, not just going through the motions, but really trying to trust and believe the Lord. You know, there's a lot going on in our uh, country, and I'm sure if you would ask people, well, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, crises that seems to be going on. What's the most important crisis that you think uh, needs to, uh, to be dealt with? You know, and of course, you're probably going to think something going on out there in the world or, you know, uh, uh, things that the un unbelievers are concerned about and all that. But really, the great crisis uh, uh, in our country is a faith crisis. <laughs> Amen. Uh, if uh, our country would uh, turn back to God and then if uh, Christians would get the faith uh, uh, and churches would get the faith that they need, because at the heart of the faith crisis, of course, is our lack of understanding of who God uh, 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 truly is and trusting Him. And of course, uh, uh, just to give a, a couple of faith verses, you know these verses, but uh, just to mention them, Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. What are you hoping for? What do you want from God? We all have things we're praying about, amen? What are you hoping for from God? And the, the evidence of things not seen. Verse 2 of Hebrews 11 says, For by it the elders obtained a good report. Well, what do we want as believers? Hey, we want a good report, right? I want to get, good, uh, get a good report card. Well, there's a difference between you get a good report card or a bad report card, right? When your teacher, I don't know how it was when uh, you were in school, but I know, you know, the teacher would give it to us saying, make sure you give this to your parents and they're supposed to uh, 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 sign off on it. I never was, never did quite get my mother's signature down. <laughs> Just joking. But, you know, uh, we, you know, if it's a good report, boy, we come bouncing in the house, don't we, right? And if it's not so, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, and, but, uh, but we want a good report and we can get one by faith, by faith. That, that phrase, good report, means this, means emphatically, means to testify strongly, to bear honorable testimony and to be well testified about. That's what kind of testimony we want as believers. And we can have that by faith as we trust uh, God and, uh, and go to him and then attempt uh, great uh, things uh, by faith in his service. Matthew 7, 7 is this, talking about asking for things. It says, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. So I wish, you know, every time it was just a matter of uh, going once and, you know, that was it. But sometimes you got to uh, knock several times and seek. And, you know, the Bible gives those uh, parables and illustrations of importunity, as it's called. But, you know, he says, listen, God wants to answer. He's given uh, illustrations of that and talks about that uh, in the Gospels, that God delights uh, uh, to hear and answer our, our prayer. But he says here... In verse 6, when you ask or when you seek, when you knock, it says here, ask, in faith, nothing wavering. 
Wavering, that word waver means to separate oneself from or to be in strife with oneself. Amen. You're, hey, listen, you're not really uh, uh, settled. You're not really uh, 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 trusting for he that wavered is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. And again, that's not how a believer is supposed to be. He's not supposed to be uh, tossed about uh, with emotion and concern and things. We just sang that song. We have an anchor. Amen. We're supposed to be anchored down. Uh, uh, when, we, when, when we go to God. But you know, listen, let me ask you a question. Do you, is there anybody here that has anything they're praying about? It's pretty serious. Yeah, we all have some serious things uh, that we're, uh, we're uh, uh, praying about. And we, we know we, 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 we want that, that answer. And it's amazing how times, uh, you know, those seeds of doubt uh, uh, slip in on us. As I've mentioned before, you know, uh, sometimes I feel like I'm, I just have so much faith and sometimes I just feel, you know, uh, so weak uh, when I go before God. I don't understand how that works, you know, how you can see God do so many things, but yet sometimes you go to him just feeling uh, so weak and, and, and so uh, vulnerable. And I'm like, ah, you know, uh, get, 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 get frustrated with yourself. But we got to know that God delights uh, to hear and answer our prayer. And uh, do you find yourself uh, doubting sometimes and wavering uh, in those things? But hey, uh, thank God that we can, you know, uh, go to God and ask him to strengthen us. But of course, that's why he gave us his word, the purpose of uh, uh, the word of God, right? He wants to strengthen us when we're doubting, when we're wavering. Uh, here's some good verses for you. When you feel like you're wavering and doubting, 2 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, uh, chapter 3, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, a couple good verses there. It says this, Finally, my brother and Paul says, pray for us that the word of the Lord, well, I'm glad we can say that. Now, we know that uh, Paul was a great man of prayer. Paul was a great man of prayer, but yet, you know, he felt the need to ask others to pray for him. Hey, listen, uh, I don't care how long you've been in the ministry, how long you walk with God, boy, never get past being willing to ask people uh, uh, to pray for you. I'm not afraid to admit, hey, man, I need your prayers. I need your prayers. And because, hey, uh, sometimes, hey, when I, I might be the weak one in the group, right? We're praying collectively, but sometimes I might be the one in uh, the weak one in the group. So, man, I need, I, I need you. You're being strong today. Hey, man, I need that strength to help me out. Or sometimes you might be the meek one and I might be the strong one in the group, so to speak. And so that's why it's so important, amen, for us to be there for one another. But it says this, finally, brother, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified, even as it is with you. Well, that's a good missionary uh, verse right there, isn't it? A good missionary verse. And that we may be delivered for unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. But look at this, but the Lord is faithful. Boy, this is a good verse, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3, for us to remember when we're praying, when we're feeling weak, when we feel like uh, we're of doubtful heart, of doubtful mind, here's a good uh, verse for us to turn to and to claim. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you. Now, of course, if you're being tossed about uh, like the waves, right, uh, you're not uh, too stable right then. But amen, you can go to a verse like this and say, Lord, I'm not, I'm not feeling too stable right now. I'm feeling uh, uh, kind of weak. I feel like my emotions are tossing me uh, to and fro in uh, 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 this situation. And uh, Lord, you know what I need you? I need your grace 
to come and stabilize me right now. Amen. I need you to give me something from your word to stabilize me right now. He says, but the Lord's faith who shall establish you. That means keep steadfast in mind and firmly fixed. Right. That's the opposite of being tossed about by a wave in it when something's firmly fixed. And Lord, I, I feel like I'm being tossed about. Lord, I need you to come and stabilize my heart and stabilize my mind and stabilize my emotion and stabilize my faith. And it says he'll do it and keep you from evil, which, you know, hey, evil. A lot of times we think out there, get out there and drinking or doing something. But you know what? What's one of the greatest evils? Unbelief, doubt, being double minded. Hey, that's a great evil for a Believer, verse four says, and we have confidence in the Lord touching you that you both do and will do the things which we command you. Uh, thank God that we can have. Isn't that a wonderful thing for a believer to be able to say to it? Of course, he's talking to the church there and said, you know what? We have confidence in your prayers. Isn't that a wonderful testimony to have? That's the kind of uh, testimony we should have as believers. That's the kind of testimony we should have as a church. Said, you know what, church? I have confidence in your prayers. I believe, I believe, I'm glad I can say it. Hey, I believe when I ask you to pray about something, uh, for me, I believe uh, you're going to pray about that. Aren't you glad, amen, that you have brothers and sisters around you that when you ask them to pray and you bring that need before them, you know that they're praying for them. Hey, not just, uh, not just on Wednesday night. Hey, I hear prayer requests. Sure, we pray for them uh, 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 collectively as we're together at church. But you know what? Uh, tomorrow morning when I get up and I'm uh, sitting in, the, in my east chair, amen, and I'm, I'm praying in the morning, you know what? You know what I'm doing? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, Sister Muxlow uh, uh, said this. Oh, uh, uh, Sister Aguilar said this. Sister... Judy said this, right? Uh, Sister Myers said this. Sister Karen said this. I want to remember those things, right? And I want to continue those things in prayer until I get a, a good report, amen, or, or, or hear something there. And so that's a wonderful thing when uh, people have uh, confidence in your prayers like that. But of course, uh, our Christian faith is often like it talks about the trials here as we go through them. And of course, the trial prompts uh, the necessity for faith. So why are you even thinking that you must ask in faith? We know that that's a need because we found ourselves in a great trial. And of course, uh, God brings these things, as we know, to strengthen our faith and give us patience as we talked about. And sometimes we say, man, I'm, I'm, I'm having a tough time. But the Lord wants to work on our faith and the Lord desires that our trial would, amen, uh, just drive us closer to him, as we'll see. So our Christian faith reveals, of course, you know, it makes us turn to him and humble ourselves. You know, things are going good and, uh, you know, things go good for a while and maybe nothing's going good. Boy, it's, how, it's amazing how quick we can get the big head. You know, sometimes I tell you, sometimes I, I'll catch myself and I'll like, I'll just say, man, Jeff, you are so stupid. I hope Victor didn't hear me say that. I used that word the other day and Victor got on to me for saying that word. All right. You know, and I've said in church and I have have kids come and say, oh, my mommy told me not to say that word. OK, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm setting a bad example there. But, you know, but I but I feel that way to myself. I'm like, man, what? How in the world could you think that or how could you get the, the big head? But I listen, we can all pride can slip in on any of us. Right. And so God's got to bring that thing uh, to humble us. And so either we will live by faith or attempt to live by force, as we've talked about before. True faith demonstrates true humility. Why? Because we realize that we're totally dependent upon God. He said, he said Jesus said in, in John 15, without me, you can do nothing. 
And of course, what does that mean? That means exactly what it says. In every area of our life, we need to realize we're dependent upon him and we can only move forward by faith. And the best thing to do is just wave the white flag and uh, surrender over to God. God chooses not to exalt us if we don't humble ourselves. So, of course, God wants to help you, and God is always there for that. But, of course, he, sometimes he brings those things to help, to humble us and help us, right? And uh, this is uh, uh, the, the Lord uh, working in our life. And so uh, we need to say, Lord, I, I can't handle this thing. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's too big for me. And, uh, Lord, I need you to step in and do something. And here's really what it comes down to. Turn over to Matthew 16. We mentioned these verses the other day. We were talking about uh, the church. And here's really what it comes to when we find ourselves doubting, when we find ourselves uh, 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 wavering. You know these verses, Matthew 16, verse 13. When Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he saith them, To whom say ye that I am? Boy, that's the, that's the key. Does the Lord have to say that to you sometimes and sort of remind you? <laughs> well, you know, hey, I see you doubting. You're wavering. Here you're asking me to do something, but you're doubting. You're wavering. Do you remember who I am? Who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. He got it right. And Jesus answered him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. Listen, even the greatest, the great, listen, if you find somebody doubting or you find somebody weak, don't get on to them. I mean, John the Baptist, even John the Baptist, right? He was going through such a trial and he said, Hey, are you the one? And he's supposed to be the forerunner. He's supposed to be the one telling everybody he's him. That was his job. His whole job was to say, hey, he's the one. He's the one. He's the one. And the one that was supposed to be telling everybody he's the one is the one that ended up saying, are you the one? Boy, that ought to, that ought to humble us, just that thought. And so when we when we when, when we find when we when we find people that you know uh, maybe we, they're in a leadership position or we find them, hey, listen again. That's why I remind. Listen, we're all the same. I don't care what position you see somebody in. I don't care. Uh, people look look strong at times. We all have moments of weakness. We all have, and that's why again, that's why we need the Lord again and emphasize we, we need each other. So when, when somebody, when somebody, we find somebody in that position and you think, man, uh, if that could happen to them, how many people have I thought about that I look, that I've looked up to in my Christian life and all of a sudden they hit some crisis or something in life and it scares me to death. I say, man, if that can, if that can happen to them, Man, that can, that can happen to me. That ought to uh, keep things uh, in perspective. When you, see, when you see your brother wavering or uh, 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 doubting or maybe going through something, listen, don't beat him down. You just walk up to him and you say, brother, I want you to know. Uh, not, not sure what you're going through. You can share it. You cannot share it. But I want you to know I'm here for you. Amen. And I'm, I'm praying for you. You know, I've had uh, uh, friends of mine, uh, uh, preachers that, you know, pastors a pretty good sized church and I'll be on the phone with them and they're sharing something. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I said, listen, <laughs> listen, we all go through things. I just want you to know I'm here for you and I'm praying uh, uh, for you when that happens. But it all comes down to this. Really, faith is really about 
who you believe Jesus truly is, who you believe Jesus truly is. So, uh, and that's what's happened. If you're wavering, if you're doubting, you know what you mean? <laughs> You've sort of lost track who Jesus really is. You've really lost track, amen, about how much he, he delights to work in your life. So what do you need to do? You need to just, amen, just saturate yourself with the word of God, because that's where faith comes from. Romans 10, 17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And why does the word of God give us faith? Well, what is the Bible? The Bible is God's revelation of himself, right? And so if I'm wavering, I'm doubting, then I've sort of lost track of, like John the Baptist, I sort of lost track about who Jesus is. Well, you know, in my, in my mind, well, I know he's God. I know he's Lord, but somehow in my heart, hey, man, I've sort of got thinking, oh, is he the one? Is he the one? So what do I do? Well, who did John turn to? He, well, he turned to the word of God, Jesus, amen. He said, can you answer this question? And that's what he wants us to do. When we're way we're down, turn the word of God and let, let God remind you, yes, he is Jesus. Yes, he is the Christ. Yes, he is the one that uh, loves you. Yes, he is the one that wants to hear your prayer. Yes, he is the one that cares for you uh, like nobody else, amen, and remind you of who, of, of who he is and uh, that he's there for you. You see, our faith increases as we learn the Word of God and claim His promises because we're learning more about God Himself or being reminded about God Himself. You see, and uh, so we get in there. So we, 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 we increase our faith, and then we, uh, God wants us to demonstrate our faith. If we're working before, if we are working before faith, every effort will worry us. But, as we, but true faith is revealed by work. John 14, we'll get into these verses later, but just to mention them, uh, sorry, James 2.14 says this, but every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then we, uh, two, sorry, I'm reading chapter one, 2.14. James 2.14 says, what doth it profit, my brother, though a man say he hath faith, and hath not works, can faith save him? If her brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and have one of you saying to them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to them, what doth it profit? Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith uh, by my works." Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils believe and tremble. But what thou know, O vain man, that faith uh, without works is dead. God is eternally interested in you. Think about that. God is eternally interested. There's not a time of the day or nothing you're going through that God is not interested and doesn't care in your life, that he's working personally in your life to bring you to the place where your faith will be prompted by the trials you faith. And if you're really going to believe him, your faith is going to be evidenced by your labor for the Lord and trusting him. Talks about being uh, double-minded. Double James 4, 8 says this, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. And we do that through his word. Cleanse your hands, ye double Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. So it's a matter of the heart. Either you're doubting God or you, there's something in your life that you need to uh, perhaps uh, deal with that's uh, uh, hindering your ability to pray or hindering your ability to trust God.
And so our Christian faith is motivated by God's gift. God is the great giver, and we must ask in faith nothing wavering. His plan for us to receive from Him all that is needed to endure temptation. And when we do that, we'll receive the crown of life. We read up to verse 8. Verse 9 says this of James chapter 1. Let, I like this. Here, 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 here's what, here, this is a good verse for what faith does. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich in that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. Did you notice what happened there? Faith is the great equalizer. Coming before God is the great equalizer. He that's low is lifted up. He that's high is brought down. And that's the great thing. We're all equal before. Listen, uh, Jeff Bezos, all that money has, doesn't do one thing for him if he were to come before God. It won't, it, 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 it won't get him one closer to, get, bit to getting saved. It won't get him one closer to getting a prayer answered. Amen. He's got to he's got to come the same way as the gypsy boy comes. Amen. He's got to come the same way as uh, uh, the pygmy man comes. Right. Faith is the great equalizer. It brings it, 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 in God's grace. It lifts the lowly up. And then also in grace, it brings those that think they're mighty down to the same level. That's what faith does. For the sun is no sooner risen with the burning heat, but it withereth the grass and the flower thereof falleth away, and the grace of the fashion of it perisheth, so also the rich man fade away in his ways. But blessed is the man that endureth temptation, of course, by faith, for when he is tried, amen, when he stays faithful, and by faith he shall receive the crown of life which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Our response to his gift, right, is to be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Look at verses 19 and 21. Wherefore, my beloved brother, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. The, we must lay apart in order to receive. As our Lord enables us to do our part, he certainly will do his part. Verse 21, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. And so Mark uh, 9, uh, 24 says this. You know this verse, the man came to the Lord. And with tears, he said, with tears, he said, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. So when you go before God and you feel like you're wavering and you're feeling uh, uh, weak, don't give up. Don't give up in your prayer. But go to the word of God and, of course, allow God to, to, to search your heart. Because sometimes, amen, uh, there's, there's a, a, a something in your life. Man, how many times have I gone to God and I said, God, if there's, if there's anything if there's anything uh, in my life, and you know what? I got a pen and pencil out, and all of a sudden I was, raised, I was amazed how many things uh, in my life uh, uh, that the God had to, had to deal with me about. So, you know, it was hindering something or whatever. But uh, I took the advice of Brother Alberson. He says, if you ever do that, 
Make sure you get rid of that list. <laughs> don't, don't, don't show it to anybody else. Make sure you get rid of that list. Because God, you don't need to show it to God because he's the one that gave it to you, amen? He already, uh, he already, he already uh, 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 told you, amen, uh, what, what, is, what is in there. But if you've, been, if you've been praying for something and you find yourself wavering and, uh, and, and, and doubting, don't get down, don't get discouraged. Just, just uh, uh, get in the Word and uh, get before God. And listen, and, and remind yourself, he wants to answer that prayer. He wants, to, he wants to give you that wisdom you need, as he talks about there. He wants to give you a direction in your life. God is in the revealing business. God, I mean, he's what? He's truth. What does truth do? It reveals. He's light. What does light do? He reveals. I mean, he's the door. What does the door do? It opens up, and it, it reveals. God's in the uh, revealing business. We just need to... Uh, take that time uh, to, 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 to spend with him and uh, let him uh, strengthen our faith. Let's pray.